Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. All right, my friend, have you signed up yet? We're having that mindset workshop at the end of July 2019. Make sure you sign up so that you can practice managing your mindset so you can enjoy your life. This is our one precious life. It's not a dress rehearsal. This is it, my friend. How often do you go, oh yeah, that's okay. I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time. I have now turned 47. And as my families are getting older and my our aging parents are happening, I'm really thinking not from a place of scarcity, but it's like, huh, who knows? I may have 30 more good years or 40 if I'm really lucky. What do I want to do with this time? And one of the things I'm so grateful for is that I have this ability to manage my mindset. I didn't always have this ability and I've really learned how to do it. And I invite you to come and join me for this workshop at the end of July, 2019. Go to the link in the show notes for details about my upcoming workshop. It's a small group, you, me, live group coaching. I'm very excited. And make sure that you sign up there because you also receive updates from me via email. And these updates allow you to find out of, be the first to know of upcoming events, like workshops like this, master classes, an upcoming retreat I'm going to be doing in 2020 that I'm very excited about, coaching opportunities. And of course, you get those Sunday love emails from me, which are great little mini coaching sessions for you, where it gives you some insight into how you see the world, reminders of what show has been dropped for the podcast, and also the Wisdom Wednesdays, the specials that we're doing this summer. And thank you guys so much for the feedback. It's been fantastic to hear that for some of you didn't even realize that you've been longtime listeners, but didn't even realize I had these people on the show. And for others that you've been able to go and buy the books of like Harville Hendricks and start having these conversations with your spouse. So yippee skippy for you all. All right. Today, speaking of conversations with your spouse, I'm going to be talking about one of my key coaching tools and I call this the script. And first off, what is a script? So let's think about this. Okay. There's always scripts for like television and movies. They're scripts. So you have a screenwriter, they write a script, and then there's a various bunch of people that put it together to get the outcome kind of vision. Well, in my head, not only am I the screenwriter, but I'm the director, the casting agent, the producer, I do it all. And I have the script. And I had it for all these people in my life, namely my husband was one of them, of what it was going to be. And some of them were scripts that I grew up believing in this is how my life is going to be, or this is what was going to happen. And then I would watch and be very confused at first, and then eventually get resentful and then get really pissed off because what the hell is going on? Nobody is following my script first problem was, I never even shared it with anybody because, you know, don't want to lose face. That's my big thing. And secondly, was if I can't share with people, like, what is this vision that I have? Then how is that even going to happen? That'd be like showing up at a restaurant and sitting there and, and the waiter saying, well, what would you like to eat? And you would just sit there and smile nicely at them and be very polite. Well, you think you're being very polite, but you would never ask for what you wanted. How could the waiter give you what you wanted? And then you'd be mad at the waiter because he didn't give you what you wanted. <laughs> that was like my marriage. 
I would sit there and think, oh, well, of course this is going to happen. Oh, of course this is going to happen. And that is what created a lot of problems for me was I had these scripts and I never shared them. And then the other thing is, frankly, my husband doesn't want me to have a script for how he's supposed to be or what he's supposed to say or do, nor do I. So the scripts are really toxic for your relationships. And I want you to think about like your own scripts and the different relationships that you have. And what are the scripts that you have? Think about who it is with. And you use these scripts as a test. And what I mean by that is, is it like, oh, well, my birthday's coming up. So of course they're going to plan this big old surprise. And this is not what my script would ever be because I would not want a big old surprise party. But are they going to, is he going to create a big old surprise party? And then that will mean that, see, I'm really important and he really values me and he really loves me. And then nothing happens and the birthday goes on and you get disappointed because you had the script that you never shared with anybody. You didn't say, you know, oh my gosh, I just love surprise parties. <laughs> one day in my life, but could you please give me one? This is not any subtle hints, you guys. I do not like surprise parties. <laughs> I really don't like to be the center of attention. So this would not be my thing. But if that's something that's in your desire, sharing that and you can ask for it. Now, it probably wouldn't be a surprise if you ask for it in your birthdays next month and then you get it, right? But letting people know what it is that you love, what it is that you desire, and then they can decide, is that something that they want to show up and do? So what are the scripts that you have? Do you use them as tests for other people? And then, this is really important, do you use them as tests to catch them failing? to like prove to yourself that, see, they don't really care about you. Is that what you're looking for? Notice what it is that you're looking for. So scripts are toxic for your relationships. They're really dangerous, right? Because underneath that script is a whole bunch of your belief system. Like if you're looking for them to fail, to prove to you that you really don't matter, what is it that you believe about yourself? Why are you in a relationship where maybe you don't matter or are you not able to see how much you do matter because you have this belief in your place? And then the other thing that's really important is, do you even like to follow other people's scripts that they have for you? And I do a lot of coaching on this over the, like around the holiday time, right? Because there's all these scripts of what we're supposed to do to be a good daughter, to be a good wife, to be a good daughter-in-law, right? To be a good family member of the expectations put upon you based on the scripts. And a lot of times they're the scripts of what we have in our cultural, the cultural programming. Another script that I had for myself as a step-parent, or I like to call myself as a bonus parent, was this idea of a blended family. And I, my script for myself was I was supposed to be Carol Brady. (laughs) Well, frankly, I'm not nice enough like Carol Brady. I have way more of a temper than Carol Brady. And I don't have, unfortunately, a live-in housekeeper and cook like Alice. That would be so fantastic, right? And that was not my life. My husband's not always home. And our biggest problem isn't Marsha getting her head or her nose hit in the head with the football, right? But that was the script that I had for myself. I mean, and that really kind of sucks. It was toxic for myself because it was a great way to beat myself up. So do you see how scripts are toxic and they can be dangerous for our relationships? They're not good for ourselves. We don't feel good. And they're not good for the people in our lives. And I don't like when other people have scripts for me. I don't like obligations. I, In fact, I truly dislike obligations. And I'm used to show up and be like, well, I'm supposed to do this, or this is what a good person does, or this is what a good daughter does, or this is what an amazing daughter-in-law does, right? And I would do it. 
And then at some point it would eventually build up and it'd be one after the next. And it would lead to me feeling resentment and then wanting to hide away. I probably wouldn't puff up against some of these people, but I would hide away. That's not any fun. I also don't like anyone being the boss of me. (laughs) This is pretty frankly well known in my house. And I don't like anybody being the boss of me. And so I can imagine if I don't like people being the boss of me, other people probably don't like me being the boss of them. And one of the things that I always remind myself is treat other people the way I would want to be treated. If I don't want people to be boss of me, I don't want to be the boss of other people. And the other thing that's really important is these scripts get in the way of showing up. It gets in the way of connecting with others as myself. And these scripts take a lot of energy versus when I get to show up as me and I get to be me and I can connect, it takes less energy and we all have way, way more fun. So these scripts are really important. Pay attention. Who's the person that you have a script with? Just notice own it. And here's the thing, my friend, love yourself. Did you notice like I was laughing with myself, not laughing at myself. I'm not against myself. I'm on my own team. I've been working on becoming my own best friend or being my own best friend for a number of years now. doesn't mean I need to go through things alone, but I'm on my own team. So I laugh with myself of like, I am so silly. Here are the things that I do that make my life extra hard. I don't need it to be extra hard, right? Being compassionate with myself so I can move through things and actually make things better. My old way was to beat myself up and belittle myself and deprecate myself. And that my friend is not the way to motivate change. Instead, it's a great way to wallow or to eat a whole bag of potato chips or three bowls of ice cream. So instead, laugh with yourself, own your story and love yourself. So when you go through this script, who is the person you have a script with? I was really good scriptwriter with my husband. I could be really good scriptwriters for other people in my life. And then notice what's that relationship like when you have this script? And do you like to have scripts? Do you like when other people have scripts for you? Versus when you can take away that and you don't have the scripts and you fully just show up as you. And what can happen? And as a, a scriptwriter, who really liked to know how things were going to be. And I was, I call myself the former queen of certainty. Part of the writing, the script was, well, if I knew that all this was going to happen, I would be safe. Right. And by letting that go, it kind of felt like, oh no, like scary really, because it's vulnerable, right? Uncertainty, emotional exposure and risk. But then I could be And then I didn't have to use this energy of making sure, okay, then this happened and then this happened and this happened. And there was so much more beauty. The right people show up in my life. The experiences are often better than what I could have imagined. And it can go back to this phrase of, if not this, then something better. And I think the reason I had the script, I was worried like, if not this, then something worse. And that's a really scarce way to go through life. So I invite you to pay attention. Who is this person you have a script with? What is the cost to you to have the script? What are the things that you believe that they're supposed to be doing? And what's the promise if they do it? And do they really do it? And do they do it authentically? Or are they just doing it because they're like, oh, I've got to follow the script. Otherwise, Corinne's going to be really mad. And then is it really any fun in the end? So pay attention to that and then let go of the script. It's really great. Put it in the shredder, you know, let it go on fire in a very safe way. We, we have a lot of fires in California. We don't want to have, you know, any bad fires, but you know what I'm saying? Let it go. 
let it go, let the ghost strips scripts go. And instead, use that energy for you to be you. You're going to need that energy for you to be courageous and let yourself be seen authentically for who you are. And it's going to take some energy because you're going to be like, oh, but maybe they won't like me. Maybe they won't. But then that's okay. It's good information because then you can go find other people who are your people, right? So when you can let go of the scripts, you're going to have so much more joy in your life, really. And I invite you to test this out. Here's the deal. Test it out for a month because you're going to do it for a day and be like, Corinne, this doesn't work. You're crazy. I'm going back to my script. Everything's in control. I'm safer this way. It's going to feel unnerving. So test it out for a month. Just test it out. Let it go. Watch your brain in fascination. And I think, you know, as I was getting ready for this show today, I think for the most part, I've let go of the script for others. And I, sometimes I just, I get fascinated when somebody shows up in a certain way and I'm like, wow, people really believe that or wow, this is how they choose to show up. And I just let it be. And even like I was in a meeting with somebody, with a business colleague, uh, not a business colleague, but like somebody who was doing work for me. And it was so interesting to watch him and how he was puffing up and I could just watch it and I could just own, you know, and say that this was okay or this wasn't okay and be totally calm about that because I didn't have a script. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't thinking like, oh, the meeting was going to go X and then it went the other way. I just let the meeting unfold. And then here's the important thing, you guys, I had my back and I said what worked for me and what didn't work for me. Right. And it was so powerful and letting go of the script and being there in I guess, live time, right? Not pre-recorded, not thinking things through, but being there live and being able to pivot and be agile enough is way easier than having a script. So it does lead to more joy and peace for me. And here's the thing, this is really important. I'm still a work in progress, right? And even for asking for what I want, I'm still a work in progress. And I've noticed there were times that I didn't say something. I had an event that was coming up or Mother's Day and I wasn't really clear. I was kind of like waiting for my family to, you know, to decide on Mother's Day for me. And then I got a little clued in about 48 hours before and I said, this is what I would like. And I'm going to do it even better next year, right? But letting go of the script and asking for what you want as it being an invitation, never an obligation. So I invite you, let go of your scripts, throw away the scorecard of, are they doing, following my script? Are they not? Are they doing this? Are they not? Asking for what you want and remember and ask is not a demand. And then here's the most important thing. Enjoy being you and letting others be them without your script. It's way more fun. It's way more enjoyable. And it's filled with freedom. So if you're struggling with all of this, here's the thing. I've got that mindset workshop coming up. Come join us. If this is still July, 2019, and you haven't signed up, go to the show notes, click the link, because I'm going to be coaching a small group online live in this workshop. And you can learn to manage your mind so that you can stop the self-sabotage, the self-loathing, the mean things you say to yourself. You can let go of, you can learn about the scripts that you may have and how it's causing you so much pain, not the other person. (laughs) One day, this is years ago when I learned this and I was, I, my husband, I don't even remember what he did, but he did something and I'm like, oh my gosh, he just irritates me so much. And I started to laugh because I had a script of what he was supposed to do. It may have been as simple as how, where he needed to hang his, his shower towel or something. And I'm like, oh, he irritates me. And it wasn't that he irritates me. I had a script of what he's supposed to do. And he's not going to follow my scripts. He does not like me to be the boss of him. 
And I realized it wasn't him that was irritating me. It was my script that was irritating me. It was my thoughts, right? So that, my friend, is what we're going to be doing in this mindset workshop. Come join us. The link is in the show notes. Sign up. It's a small group only. All right. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. My friend, you know that your voice matters. It matters to me. And so we're going to do two things here. We're going to one, practice on your voice mattering and you owning your voice. And the other is preserving your brain juice. So the first thing I want you to go do is share your voice. Leave a review of the show on iTunes. Tell me what you love. Tell me why you're here. Your voice matters. And the second thing, if you haven't done it already, preserve your brain juice by making sure you hit the subscribe button and you're subscribed to the show. I'm smiling big for you. I can't wait to give you a shout out on the show in the future. Until next time. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.